Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to Zach in the Nose with a Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. Back here for hour number two, Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by our friends at Tropical Chevrolet. Go see Danny and all the great people at Tropical Chevrolet and get yourself a car and a bag of popcorn. I like to throw the popcorn in there, too, because uh, Nose went once and uh, literally would not stop talking about the popcorn that they had there. I love popcorn. I don't even know if it was just one day they had it or not, but I just throw that in there every time uh, because Danny, if he makes popcorn, everyone should enjoy that popcorn. Fair enough. That's uh, that's the only reason why I throw and it And buy there. a car. Well, yeah, I want you to buy a car first, obviously. Nothing uh, like that, Tahoe. And remember, keep talking about remember to tell all the guys there at Tropical Chevrolet, Zach on the Nose sent you, and at that point, the popcorn's probably on the house. And you will get the best deal. Right. Period. Exactly. That also. Yeah, I might as well throw that in there, too. All right. We are in hour number two. We do have Thursday Night Football coming up tonight. 8.20 tonight is kickoff for the Redskins and the Vikings. But very excited for the segment that we have planned here. It is week eight of the NFL season. We are halfway through this NFL season, and we're at the midseason point. So the Nose came up with some midseason awards to give out here, and when he told me that he wanted to give out some awards, I was very excited. So we're going to get right to it. This is the Nose Midseason Fantasy Football Awards. I was waiting for you to do something. I don't know if you had something planned there or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, so overall, what I wanted to do is give a, a midseason, almost like a, what's it called, a review. Right. And, you know, if you hear the name of a player that you, on the basically breakout players of the, you know, the year, you deserve, you know, a little kudos. You did it. You know, you did good. You did it. So, uh... Why don't you start us off All here? right. Well, the first category we're going to have up here is the biggest breakout player of the year. Now, when we give out these awards, we will have a winner, obviously, but there'll be a second runner-up and a first runner-up for each category as well. Let's start with quarterback position. But before we get going, I just yes. want to make something which is obvious to many, but not all. Okay. I'm not saying Christian McCaffrey is going to be the breakout player of the year. All right. Year. That's a good tease right. to throw pa- that out Patrick there. Patrick right. Mahomes is not going to be on here. My point is, is that the people that I put on this list, for the most part, were players that um, were not first-rounders. Let's just start with that. Okay. And they were players that, you know, weren't supposed to do what they're doing. Right. All right, so that's good. All that's right, let's do it. Explain it all. all right, biggest breakout player of the year. Let's start with your second runner-up. The guy has the best mustache in the game. I know who it is he came already. out of absolutely nowhere. And Gardner Minshew, congratulations. You have made it on the fantasy landscape. So far, he's got 1,700 yards and 10 teeters, okay? Wow. That is a very nice start for somebody who didn't play in the first game. Uh, well, came in. Uh, he was not supposed to be the starter. Nick Foles was brought there, paid a lot of money to be the guy. All of a sudden, somebody looks at him and goes, who is this guy? Now, everybody in football knows Gardner Minshew. So if you picked him up... And you had to start him. Well done. Well done. He's done a very respectable-like job for you. All right, biggest breakout player of the year, quarterback position. Who is your first runner-up? Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know how much I love Love Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, yeah. Oh, my goodness. 1,768 yards in the air, 266 rushing, uh, rushing yards, seven touchdowns in the air, two on the ground. Kyler Murray has been everything fantasy-wise that you wanted if you took a chance with him 
uh, in your mid, in the, you know, in the middle of your draft. Right. He's right now going to be online to be a top nine overall quarterback. And if he has a few games like I expect him to have, or some bigger games, he might break into the top seven overall. For a rookie, that's a heck of a start. For a two quarterback league, which I know you're in, I am. This is a great player so far. Kyler Murray, first pick overall. He's got that team winning right now, which is a lot better than how horrible they were last year. On a winning streak, really impressed Kyler Murray. You have made it. Welcome. All right, we had a second runner-up. We had a first runner-up, so that brings us to the winner of the nose breakout quarterback through Week 8 is... Lamar Jackson. Wait till you see Lamar's throw. How come? Worms is a master at aerodynamics, and he designed the javelin to go along with Lamar's limp-wristed throwing style. That's right, everybody. Over the music, the number one overall player in fantasy. You took him late in your draft. That is Michael Vick, part two, if you're a Hot Shots fan. That's right. Slow clap if you got him. 1,650 yards in the air, six touchdowns, 560 yards on the ground, three touchdowns, being the number one fantasy player midseason. Welcome, Lamar Jackson. You guys did it. It doesn't get any better. I love you all. I love you all. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you, Lamar Jackson, if you own him. Thank you. And thank you, Danny Garcia, back wow. there. Wow. Well done, sir. I had no idea that that was planned. Oh, well God. done, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I met him once, and he doesn't sound like that, but I guess that might have been earlier. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Well, you never know. But that was fantastic. All right, so in the midseason award for best breakout quarterback lamar jackson well done there that is amazing (laughs) wow all right let's move on to i can't wait to hear what else happens during the show today uh running back position for the midseason fantasy football awards give me the biggest breakout uh player running back wise second runner up second running up your favorite guy to misname him a.a ron eckelar right austin eckelar still currently in your top five of all running backs uh listen do i think it's going to keep going moving forward Probably not as long as Melvin Gordon is there, but we're not talking about the second half of the season. We're talking about the first half of the season. And if you drafted him and you owned him, you are having a hell of a ride. Again, as I said, still, even after Melvin Gordon's been back for a few weeks, he's still a top five overall player right now. So uh, God bless you, Austin Eckler. You've done a hell of a job. And again, I I believe he's starting. uh, He's startable in multiple flex options. Um, A quick thing on on that offense. I'm not going to get it away from these uh, awards here. Right, right, right. That offense is built for the pass. They are not a great rush offense. So I believe there is a chance that, I just think that they're better with Eckler on the field than Gordon. So make sure you roster him and he's still fully 100% startable. All right, first runner up, running back position is? Last week's nose pick of the week with 145 total yards was Leonard Fournette. Listen, Leonard Fournette was a player that, in my opinion, should have been coming out of college a uh, you know just a top you know he was a top five pick he should have been a top five fantasy player and he hasn't been so far he's been dealing with injuries he's been dealing with off the field issues but right now he's ranked currently seventh amongst all running backs and if this trend continues and if he can get in the end zone a little bit more which has been a little bit of a problem for him he is going to be a uh, you know basically he's going to give you first round value back he's got 715 total yards so far Leonard Fournette was a player people are scared of coming into this year. I admit it, I was a bit scared because he just hasn't stayed healthy. Right. But if he could stay healthy, 
Leonard Fournette, man, if you drafted him, you, you got the guy you will always envision being that guy. And uh, he's the first runner-up. Very impressed with him so far. All right, I'm excited to hear who is going to be the actual winner of the biggest breakout player through week eight for the running back position. The winner is who knows. I hate to give Anol the credit, and I'm sorry to all you Knowles fans out there who are probably cursing me right now, but Dalvin Cook is by far and away the winner of the nose oh, breakout. Oh, God. It, I mean, this I, makes me I, I want to quit my own show. Can you please stop? This makes me sick. Can you please stop? Wow. Wow. You could have played something like some Miami-Dade County music. Excuse that me for been a second. Also. I have to vomit. Oh, God. I don't even. I just lost my train of thought. Can I? Can I change my nose pick? Uh, <laughs> hey, give credit where credit is due. No, I do not. No, Dade County. Anything you could have played anything Dade County. Man, though. you were a favorite for a second. Now wow, you're. Now you're just done. a goat. But anyway, Dalvin Cook has been that amazing. He's proven to me where this year you have a top four overall. Right this year it was Barkley, it was Christian McCaffrey, it was Ezekiel Elliott and Alvin Kamara. Well, welcome to that crowd, Cook, because you are there. He's right now leading all running backs along with Aaron Jones with a total of eight. I had to do that. Um, He runs, he catches, he knocks people over. When he has the ball, and you're going to watch it tonight, he runs violently. Uh. Like, if you're a linebacker, I'm scared to get in front of him. He has, listen, he was a second-round draft pick, okay? So... I know people have drafted him to be their RB1, but I'm talking about a guy who was drafted around average 14th overall, and he is giving you numbers of being the top three overall type of player. So, Dalvin Cook, um, I am now totally disgusted by this pick. <laughs> and I, You killed me there, Garcia. Wow. You killed me. Wow. All right, I'm done with him. Go. All right, that's it. All right, wide receivers. Let's go to wide receivers uh, midseason uh, awards. Give me your second runner-up for wide receivers so far. You know, a, a lot of people don't know this, but Cortland Sutton has been quite amazing for having Joe Flacco as his quarterback. This is a guy who's right now a top 12 wide receiver, and he's trending upwards right now because, as we know, Manuel Sanders got traded. He has had seven targets or more in every game so far. So if you drafted this guy in like the 10th or to 16th round of your league, you're feeling really good because you're getting wide receiver two type stats from him right now. He's got 564 yards and three touchdowns so far. And just to give everybody an idea, because you're probably in your car listening, yeah, he, that's better than uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Right, okay, right. So Cortland Sutton, well done quietly. First runner-up for wide receivers is... DJ Chark. That's right. DJ Chark. Oh, I was going to keep Yeah, we both have little kids, so we are very familiar with that. And if anybody, yes, we just DJ Chark. I'd rather hear that than the Tomahawk Chop. Oh, my God. Much better. Wow. A top five receiver in most leagues. This kid came out of absolutely nowhere to be now a must start in all fantasy formats. Uh, we are halfway through the season, so like it, it's not like oh, let's, is he going to keep doing it? We're here. Right. We're now. We're He's in the present. Right. He's right. done it. So halfway through the season, a top five overall wide receiver, kid out of LSU, SEC talent, came in with Gardner Minshew, and these guys out of nowhere have made the nose pick midseason awards. Right, right, right. All right, so. That brings us to the winner of the wide receiver category of the breakouts of the first part of the season. Your winner for the wide receiver position is? I mean, the number one fantasy uh, wide receiver, and uh, his name is Chris Godwin. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) The number one wide receiver, and the dude already had a bye, and he's still number one. That's insanity. 
what a start for the season. Who you know, he was that hot name, right? He was the guy where everybody, if you went to CBS, ESPN, Yahoo, oh, Chris Godwin, sleeper, but not a sleeper, like the breakout player. Well, we didn't know he was going to break out to being the number no, one guy. This is unprecedented. Right? What right. a job in that offense. Um, you know, Chris Godwin, he's got 662 yards and six t- uh, touchdowns so far. Simply remarkable at this point in the season. If you drafted him and you, you didn't know what you were getting because, yeah, he, everyone was you know saying he was going to take that next step up. He sort of had a good year. He had a good second half. We knew the talent was there, but my God, number one overall wide receiver, Chris Godwin, breakout wide receiver of the year. No question. All right, let's go to the tight end position real quick because this is a position that if you drafted one of those top guys in the beginning of the season, there were three names that, that hit everyone's draft early. It was Ertz, it was Kittle, it was uh, Travis Kelsey, maybe an Ingram in there also at some point as your fourth guy, but it was really top heavy, and then it was blah after that something might happen something might not who cares you drafted oj howard that's certainly blah Blah, right right. but let's give the award out don't even give me runners up just tell me right now one guy that's it tell me who your tight end winner is for the mid-season award are you kidding me austin hooper are you kidding me who are you i mean we know who you are (laughs) (laughs) that's right you were supposed to have that last week right i got it welcome to the party pal is right johnny johnny mcclain uh, 526 yards, four touchdowns, and you just said it best. The people who drafted Kelsey in the second me, round me. are kicking themselves right. when they could have, when some guy is just like, ah, all right, I guess I'll pick the next guy off the list, uh, some guy named Austin Hooper. The Austin Hooper next pick off the list guy right. is happy. Is your best no guy. No doubt. Um, an absolute stud so far. He has over 100 fantasy points in a half point or full point. Uh, full, PPR leagues, right, right, Just right. insane good. Uh, do I think it's going to last? You know what? Again, I don't. Not this good. But it doesn't matter because if you've had him through the first seven weeks of the season going into week I mean, eight, you're happy. But he's still doing it. So right, I mean, right. I never, I didn't think every game. I, I have, I'm expecting the fall off. It just really hasn't happened yet. He, he was having a, a an iffy game, and then he had the backdoor dirty touchdown last game. Uh, Austin Hooper, tight end of the year so far. All right, so it brings us to the defense, and I, I, I feel like I already know the answer to this. Yeah, you could just give the team. Yeah, the name Patriots. Out. Yeah. The, the Patriots edge out the 49ers. Right. From a fantasy perspective, they edge them out by a lot because they score a touchdown in every game, interceptions, fumbles, every game, pump blocks. I, it just it doesn't stop for New England. So we discussed them today plenty. Uh, by far yeah. the best defense. They have to. Well done, by the way. I appreciate I'm gonna it. Let me give you a clap. Hey, those mid-season awards are very Woo-hoo! good. Well done there. Thank Production-wise, you. too. You. And, I, I want to make one quick shout out, though. Do you mind? Yes. It's called the accountability pick. Oh, okay. Because I have to just, you know, literally pat myself on it, the back. Listen, that's what the show's all At about. At the beginning of the year, for the first time ever, I decided to come out with the nose pick of unprecedented the year. for you. I, I, I never I, have yeah, done it's, it. Yeah, it's unprecedented. And the nose pick of the year was a. a. Ron Jones and. Um, Yes, he's had some ups and downs this year, but those ups were really up. Uh, currently ranked fourth amongst all running backs. Currently tied with Christian McCaffrey for the most touchdowns uh, with all you know, running backs with nine. I mean, there it is. Do I need to say any more? No, no. I just wish the season would end right now because... <laughs> Well done, Bomber. Bomber's on his Bomber's game on right his now. Game tonight, oh yeah. my God! Uh, listen, Mr. Jones and me are really enjoying each other right now. Uh, but I will tell you, I am a little bit nervous about Jamal Williams sharking a lot of those uh, those points from him because he is 
a good running back right and they are using him and they're going to give Aaron Jones more spells and when he had his four touchdown ridiculous game Jamal Williams went out I believe with a concussion so that's why he had probably all sure. those points but I'm not going to worry about that right now currently the nose pick of the year is ranked fourth amongst all running backs and I'm pretty proud of that one it's the Tropical Chevrolet, Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. We're here till 8 o'clock tonight. We'll take your text in the next segment, 56022, and the Nose Pick of the Week coming up in the final segment of the show. We're back right after this. You're listening to Zach and the Nose with the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, another half an hour with us here. Alex Dono is going to take over after us. A little Panthers hockey at 9 o'clock tonight. It's also Thursday night football, so you're going to get that, I believe, on 790, our sister station tonight. Pre-game show and then 820 kickoff for the Redskins and the Kirk Cousins. The Kirk Cousins game. The Kirk Cousins game. Uh, or the Diggs game, whatever you want to do there. The Vikings play the Redskins at 820 tonight. All right, let's get some text messages here. 56022, if you got any questions for the nose, uh, let's start here with AP or Melvin Gordon. Bob from New Jersey. Bob from New Jersey. What's up, Bob? Hey, Bob. Yeah, not AP. I'll just say that. Melvin Gordon all the way, and I know he's got a tough matchup against the Bears, but and I know AP's going against Minnesota, but he was a late active, meaning they, he was possibly not playing – Vikings tonight should have a very, very strong defensive effort. I would go with Melvin Gordon. All right. Uh, PPR, start Marvin Jones Jr. or Golden Tate? Right. You're not getting Marvin Jones Jr. getting, what, four touchdowns? Right. Great game last week. not going to happen again. And I understand why you're asking. I actually am going to say Golden Tate because the Lions are 30th against the pass. So I would go with Golden Tate because the Lions aren't stopping a whole lot of anybody right now in the air. All right. Bench one. Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill, John Brown. It's a good problem to have. Uh, I'm reading breaking news on Keenan Allen that he has a hamstring injury. Oh. And the hamstring injury is a late injury uh, on a Thursday is a very bad report, especially because right, right. it's the hammy. So we're not going to be able to answer that accurately until uh, closer to Sunday. But I would say Keenan Allen would have to be benched. And if you have him on your team, monitor this closely. Hamstring injury could be a one or two plays if he's playing and it's over because he pulls it or it's bad news. So uh, keep an eye on that. All right. Another one that says I need to bench one. Who do I bench? Melvin Gordon, Lamont Murray or David Johnson? Man, Lamont Murray has been so good. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm David Johnson. It's turning for this week. It's a minimum split job between him and Edmonds. Minimum. Probably even uh, more on the chase right, getting. Right, yeah. Right. So I would I'd bench DJ. Uh, I got Odell Beckham in both of my leagues. Half point PPR. What can I realistically get for him? I'm struggling at running back. Okay, so you're trying to trade Odell Beckham, right. who's having his worst year yet. It's going to be a bad sell low for him it's there, a, It's right? a big sell low. Yeah. So, but it is a superstar's name. Right. So you got to go for a player. You know, Off the top of my head, you may be asking a lot, but I would go for like a Chris Carson or a Le'Veon Bell type. Uh, you probably will get rejected, or, or maybe not. You, you never know. Uh, the Brown schedule does get easier after this week, but this week he's going against Gilmore. That is a nightmare matchup. The Patriots are going to lock down, I think, Odell this weekend. So 
Um, if you're going to look for it, if you could get a Chris Carson or a Le'Veon Bell type, don't go for a superstar. You're not going to get a job done. Uh, get the next tier guy and send out a few offers. See what happens. All right. Someone says, love the show. Uh, Odell Beckham or Sutton this week. You have to start one Sutton or Odell Beckham Jr. That is a beautiful question because it's a difficult question to answer. Um, I'm going to go with Cortland Sutton. And that the reason why is the Patriots have shut down every wide receiver one there is. They have the best cornerback in the game and they're going to smother Beckham. And I can't believe I just recommended Cortland Sutton over Odell Beckham over the radio waves. But right. I did. Yeah, that's and, a tough and, one. and I'm telling you to do it because this is the worst matchup you could have if you're Odell Beckham. All right. 56022 is the text line if you want to get a couple more texts in uh, before we get out of here. I got a personal text that just uh, got sent in here that I told you earlier in the show was probably going to get us oh, in I a want, shouting I, match. Can we fight? We might have to at this point. Uh, pick one Anthony's Runway 84 or Cassie D'Angelo. Thank you. That is an easy, easy question for me because one place is super subpar and one place is probably the best Italian restaurant in South Florida. I agree. It's Anthony's. Right. It's Runway. Come on. Come on, dude. Casa D'Angelo. Great question. Casa D'Angelo, for those who don't know, is in Fort Lauderdale and is an unbelievable restaurant. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. You are crazy. If you ever had the veal chop there, they will have it as a special every time. It is one of the most thick and most delicious things, and you could have it any which way. You could have it with a nice mushroom and wine sauce, but for me, I go with a gorgonzola cheese sauce every time, and I have a side of the gnocchi. Their gnocchi, it's like pillows. You bite into it, and every single bite with that gorgonzola cheese sauce comes, and it's just heaven on earth. But you're looking at me because you probably don't even eat any of the things that I just had. No, I, I mean, I, I like when I, when a place is well-known for their meatballs and has been well-known for their meatballs for like 50 years, and you go there, and the first thing you do is eat a meatball, and you make a face at it like you did. Uh, I just I look at your eating strategies, and, and a well you're great at fantasy football. Okay. You're terrible at the food stuff. Uh, Anthony's Runway 84, by far, the best Italian restaurant in South Florida. Not even just like Broward. It's South Florida. The ambiance there is great. We went on a night where it was like it, there was no one in there. It was so early. We went like an early bird special. When you go there on a night, meatballs and martinis night, or when you go there on a Saturday night and there's a two-hour wait and you got to wait there and sit at the bar and there's people walking through there and, oh, by the way, that's Marino's table in the corner or this and that, you can't beat that place. I don't even need to talk about the food because the drinks beforehand are good enough. The food is just kind of a other thing that they have there, too. You go well, to a If place, you want to go where you know the average age of somebody is 75 years old, sure. Yeah, go Cassie to Runway Angelo, 84, right, get, an, get an overrated meatball, Okay, get family-style Italian food, right. Right. That comes out, which is just completely average. Good red sauce. I'll give you credit right, on the red right. sauce. I, it's, the meatball was just overrated. Wow. I like myself a nice, soft meatball. That one was dense and hard. You don't like meatballs that are cooked? Oh, really? You really? I'm being honest. Have you ever been to Casa D'Angelo? I have. Okay. And what did you order there? In, Let me in, guess. In my Italian food rankings, they're 27. You had spaghetti? No. Yeah, you I had, had veal parmesan. Okay. It ranks fifth or sixth behind Anthony's. Yeah, I don't even think Casa D'Angelo has a veal parmesan. I think, so you, I'm should, calling you, I think you should check the okay. menu. All right. Listen, if anyone's choosing to go to a nice Italian restaurant right. in South Florida and Broward and you choose Runway 84 over Casa D'Angelo, you're just going to what we call Choke City USA because wow. you are a choke artist. Wow. Great question. Casa D'Angelo right. is where I took my family the night after I proposed to my wife and we had a wonderful meal there. 
And uh, yeah, again, if you want to be seventy-five and talk about stereos in the seventies, yeah, maybe Runway was good in the seventies. Right. And if you want to have a joke, if you want to have a restaurant where you can't hear someone three feet away from you because people are screaming the whole time, go there to your place. The cast they whatever. People are listening and probably are like, "Oh, Zach, you need a little burlier than the nose." Right. So he really knows what he's talking about. Absolutely. You guys have people no know idea. That. Come on. No idea. People know that. Wow. Stick to fantasy football. You're better at that. All right, 56022 is the text line if you want to get in for any more questions. If you're going to ask food questions, Feel you probably should not text this show here because you know who's going to win all those arguments, and it's not the guy sitting across from me. It's this guy on the mic right here. Here we go. First one, I'm with you, Zach. Team Anthony's all the way. Oh, First text come that comes in. Not even. It didn't even take more than 20 seconds on our delay to get that in here. Let's ask some fantasy football questions so nose looks smart again. Tannehill or Cousins? <laughs> uh, cousins, no question. I love Tannehill, but go Cousins tonight. Uh, Carr or Wentz? Oh, Carr, all the way. Again, we discussed that going against the Texans. It's going to be the shootout. The Texans are the 29th pass defense. Uh, Carr's going to have a big game. Uh, I traded Philip Lindsay and Keenan Allen for Kamara or Sutton. Who won the trade? You won the trade. Wow. Congratulations. Now you got to get Kamara back, though. So, right. <laughs> I mean, you did. You won the trade off of, you know, but I'm sure you made the trade. Kamara. Kamara's got to come back. He's going to come back next week. Um, is my guess, along with Drew Brees. Um, unless their other bye is coming up as well. But they might come back after the bye. But Kamara and Sutton, you won that deal. Better writing, better call Saul or Breaking Bad. Have you seen both those shows or no? I live those shows. Okay, okay? I want to make sure. I, I live I make those sure. shows. Jesse Pinkman, legend. Um, I mean, they're by the, you know, Vince Gilligan. The same Vince writer, Gilligan right? did, did both shows. I think that All person's right, so just saying, you know do you what? like those? Right. I'll, I'm going to rework that okay, question. Okay, let's do it. Which is a better show? They're both phenomenal. Breaking Bad was just the original show. Uh, Better Call Saul has obviously an amazing character in, in Saul, and it was a continuation of that show. Um, but overall, nothing... Better character, Saul or Walter White? Oh, Saul. All day. Saul. Really? Yeah. Okay. Saul, Saul is what we call... Saul or Jesse Pinkman? Saul. Saul. Wow. Keep going. Wow. Get out. I'm going to stop hey, there. You're done there. I'm okay. going to stop because those are two breaking brains. Breaking Bad cinematography and writing was some of the best we have ever seen in uh, television history. The story is just unbelievable. The way they start and then finish every episode as like a full, just overall, it's just a joyous, joyous show. And when it went out, I will say this about Breaking Bad. No other show in the history of shows, maybe besides Six Feet Under, no other shows had a finale a series finale that made people satisfied it was the most uh you know what was it sought after show everyone was ready for it on pins and needles everyone was talking about it and it did it it fulfilled it there's so many disappointing shows you know you know what worst I mean? worst ending to a series uh, finale seinfeld okay yeah, next 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 i was day. actually gonna think that you might even say sopranos i was gonna say sopranos yeah sopranos i didn't mind as much as others did i like that they gave you know you the i you know the sort of choice of what you think had happened. I get I get how it disappointed people, but uh, no, Seinfeld was, they admitted, they just muffed it. They muffed the yeah, end. Oh, muffed I'll change it. my call to Lost, by the way. Lost was pretty bad. Lost's last season completely died. Right, they, right. They should have ended it a year earlier. They completely lost the viewers, and there it was one. It was it was one of the best shows of all time, and then it just completely right. died. I don't know what happened. You're right. They could have ended it a season earlier, and I would have been totally satisfied with whatever crazy polar bear ending they could have had and lost at that point. Instead, they had to go a little bit further and kind of ruined it. But Locke was a great character. I give it that. No, great, great character. character. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones bad last season or no? Yeah. Okay. Bad, bad last season. Uh, didn't mind it. No, bad last episode. Right. Um, yeah, the last, last season. Se in yeah, general. the last season was. 
pretty bad. It was pumped up pretty big, 18 months without being on the air, and then you were waiting every... Like, like Wasn't with there baby like breath. a petition for like 2 billion people to, to redo... To rewrite the, it! To rewrite oh, the I love you, people. Right? I love you. Nerd alert! Right. I, was a, I was actually a fan of the last season in the past episode of Game of Thrones. Well, I mean, I like Game of Thrones, so I, I enjoyed regardless, but it just left I me with I enjoyed the dragon just taking down everybody. Right, right. Yeah. It could have been a little dra- more, a little more dragon on dragon. It was the, not, the no, shield no. and wire had great endings. So many texts, and I don't know if you were a shield or wire guy. I couldn't get through the wire. I could get hated on this. I, I fell asleep after the first eight episodes. I tried and I tried and I tried. I got to season four and I gave up. You did. I watch all shield. We might I get the crucified shield. on the text machine. No, no, for it's going to end up happening because everybody considers the wire one of the best shows, and right, I respect it. Right. I just couldn't get into it. Someone also texted in uh, right after our little argument. Zach gets paid to promote Anthony's. I do get, uh, I do do Anthony's coal fire pizza uh, commercials. We do not do runway. Oh, oh texter, let me tell you something. Zach and I are obviously very close friends off of the air. He is dead serious when he is talking about right, runway, right. and he is dead wrong about runway. Right, I'm, yeah. uh, of course I'm right. Uh, I need three. I'm going right to fantasy footballs. Right, I have to just go right to it. Uh, there are a lot more personal ones coming in. I can't make this all about the personal stuff, but there are some funny ones coming in here. Uh, um, PPR, Godwin, Boyd, Cooper, you got to write these down. There's too many. Godwin. All right, Godwin, you're starting. Okay. so, the, so now Boyd, you're not starting okay, most likely. Okay. Because Boyd Co- is Cooper going Cup. against Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Cooper Cup is a must start. Uh, DJ, DK Metcalf. Nope. Don't love him. Ty Williams. Yes, I like him. Right, so I just answered your Ty question. Ty Williams, Cup, and Godwin. Correct. Okay, look at that. That was an easy one to do. Uh, someone just texted in. For a defensive question, Niners or Jaguars this week? Oh, my God. You're making me go to it. I have to make you go. To, I haven't even seen you switch to that side I, of the paper I yet. literally went to the the Niners. Okay? You got the Niners at home versus Kyle Allen, who's been good. I don't care how good he is. 49ers at home against the Panthers is a, a, a beautiful thing. Christian McCaffrey has his work cut out for him. Uh, someone said you fell asleep during the wire. We on Xanax. Show is amazing. Wow, now I can't trust your fantasy. Not Xanax, but maybe something else. Right, exactly. Uh, Oh, the guy just texted back in and said, sorry, dude, uh, Jaguars or Steelers, not Niners or Steelers. Okay, that makes more sense. So the Jaguars or the Steelers, you're definitely... Jaguars or Steelers. uh, Pittsburgh is... I got Pittsburgh ranked almost... Well, let's just say they're probably ranked number one overall. If you're giving advice to someone right now about defense each week and they don't have a Bears or a Niners or or a Patriots at this point, but there's someone else, isn't it basically whoever the Dolphins are playing or Bengals? Like Dolphins or Bengals? No, it's not the Bengals because they have that dirty fourth-quarter touchdown ability. Where they throw the ball, right. right. Dalton is not great, but there is no bigger king of the dirty fantasy points in the fourth quarter. The Dolphins, on the other hand... You start any defense against the Dolphins. Right. Well, they're they, not. They went five games without scoring in the second half. They're right. not trying to win. No, they're not at all. Uh, wow, I never even thought I would get this question. Come on, Matt Moore, or Ryan Tannehill. Good lord, Ryan. I want to take off my headset and vomit. No, it's it's a great question. First of all, and the answer is Ryan Tannehill because people have real decisions to make like this. So I actually that's one of my favorite questions of the uh, radio show today because the Chiefs have better weapons, but that Tannehill. Guys, the Buccaneers, literally, oh. they, they, it's like they're playing with 10 guys out there. They don't have a secondary. Oh. Uh, Ryan Tanya will have a good game, period. Wow. You're an idiot. Uh, it actually sounded like Bomber in that one, too. That could have been you. Uh, that wasn't him? <laughs> I don't know. It sounded like him a little bit. Golfer Winston. Famous Jameis or the Golfmeister? Wow. That's another good one. I'm going with Goff based on the matchup. Against the Bengals again. Uh, the Buccaneers are going at the Titans, and the Titans have a very strong secondary. So, um, you know, they're 
a top 10 secondary. So, yeah, I would definitely go with Goff. All right, we have a segment coming up uh, that we do the nose pick of the week. It's an award-winning segment coming up yes. uh, in the next segment. And I Here. went a little hardcore on it, in my opinion. Wow. Basically, it's not a layup. So okay. people have decisions to make, and I'm going to help make them. 56022. We'll take a couple more of your text messages here in the next segment as well. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Show. One more segment to go. We got Thursday Night Football coming up. Alex Dono actually coming up on this station next. And then you'll hear Panthers hockey at 9 o'clock tonight. If you go to our sister station, you will hear the Thursday Night Football game Redskins and Vikings. We're back right after this. You're listening to Zach and the Nose with the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show on AM 560 and FM 96.5 HD2. The Joe, WQAM. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Got a couple more minutes here before we hand it off to Alex Dono and then Panthers Hockey tonight. Sister Station will have on the football game for you Thursday night football, uh, 8-20 kickoff for Redskins and Vikings. Got the nose pick of the week coming up in a couple minutes here as well. Uh, We only have a couple minutes uh, left in the show here, so we'll get to a couple quick uh, text messages real quickly, and then we'll get to the nose pick of the week, and then we'll sign off and give it to Dono. So there you go. Sounds good to me. Uh, Tight end question for you. Delaney Walker or Kyle Rudolph? Delaney Walker or Kyle Rudolph? Wow. Yeah, I would say get Kyle Rudolph, uh, put him on your bench right now. The He had a touchdown last week. It was his first of the year. He's not getting the targets. He's not getting the looks. Um, again, the Titans are going against the Bucks. That's an all-out assault on their secondary. So go with Delaney Walker this week. He's actually should have his best game of the year. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Wentz or Jameis? Wentz or Jameis? Wow, Wentz or Jameis. Quarterback question flies in there. Definitely Jameis, because Wentz going against the Bills in Buffalo is one of the worst uh, starts you could have. The Buffalo is ranked fourth against the pass, and therefore, not a good start. Uh, I need two out of the three wide receivers, Odell Beckham, Corey Davis, A.J. Brown. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I get it. You're not starting both Titans, guys. So So Odell's one. Odell's going to be in. Who's your Titan? So I actually discussed this. Way more than I would like to admit. Who do you start between Corey Davis and A.J. Brown? Because, of course, I'm recommending uh, you know, all Tennessee basically weapons right now. So I recommend you going with Corey Davis over A.J. Brown. And it's a bit of a coin flip, but you're getting more volume, more targets to Corey Davis. A.J. Brown sort of needs to break one. Now, I think he's got a lot of Anquan Bolden in him. He's a rookie, and he's not on the best offense, and their offensive line's been awful, so uh, they're not getting a lot of time to get the ball out. But uh, anyway, Corey Davis over A.J. Brown. So go with Corey Davis and uh, Odell Beckham. All right. uh, Philip Dorsetter, Robert Woods. I'm going with Robert Woods on this one. Uh, Again, it's the Bengals secondary, not so good. Robert Woods, we've discussed a few times. He's a big yardage guy. He gets his targets. Uh, not scoring a lot of touchdowns, but I do like him over. Who was it again? Short. Uh, I'm losing it, it already. Is, yeah, you are. Uh, it is Philip Dorsett or Robert Woods? Okay, Sorry. so what, Philip Dorsett's an interesting player because he's not targeted a lot, but when he does, he scores touchdowns. And with having Gordon out and Sanu just sort of getting acclimated, I could see why he would start him. But no, I uh, I would not. I would go with Robert Woods. 
All right, now it's time for the award-winning segment that we do here at the end of each show, end of each podcast as well. If you're not listening to us live here or you just caught a little bit of it and you want to get a little bit more of a fix when it comes to maybe early Sunday morning, late Saturday night, getting those fantasy rosters all put together, you can always get Zach on the Nose podcast. We've done 39 of them now so far. 39th one will be posted tomorrow at a certain point. Uh, 39. 39. Well done. We're going to We're gonna have to have a party at 50. Oh, we are going right. To, we're gonna have to have some sort oh, of party. Oh, there's gonna be you know fires and streamers and everything. Wow, look at this! I didn't realize you're planning a big thing. Maybe I shouldn't talk about it. Maybe it's a surprise party. All right, let's Sid get Fernandez. Sid for, really, he's gonna be there. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get to the nose pick of the week. It is week eight of the NFL season. We have games tonight. We have games starting uh, all weekend long. Good ones, except for the Monday Night Football game, Dolphins Steelers. But give me a nose pick of the week for week eight of the NFL season. Okay, so. I feel like in a weird way, not a weird way, I feel like I'd given myself a few layups. Last week, going with Leonard Fournette, now I expected a huge game. He had 145 total yards, but he was going against the Bengals' rush defense, which was the worst. So, FYI, if Todd Gurley against uh, the Bengals this week, if he cannot get the job done, then we're going to talk about him next week as a person to trade. But that being said, the nose pick of the week this week is a player that you're deciding Every week, do I start or do not start? Well, I'm telling you to start him, baby. Guy was a superstar in Philadelphia a few years ago. Excuse me. And then the Buffalo. And now, for your Kansas City Chiefs, Uh LaShawn McCoy is the nose pick of the week. Call it a hunch. Call it just keeping watching Damian Williams get a little worse and worse. Right. And watching Matt Moore be in there. And they have to establish the run. This is not Patrick Mahomes' offense. This is the Matt Moore offense. They're going to run the ball a lot. Green Bay is ranked 24th against the rush. This is, again, a player that is the best running back, natural running back on that roster. And I have a feeling for the first time he's going to crack 100 total yards and he's going to find the end zone. So the, you've been tossing it around every week. I know you own him too, Zach. Tossing it around. Do I start LaShawn? Do I not? This week the nose is saying, get him in your lineups. LaShawn McCoy, nose pick of the week. I like the music in the background because it made you definitely get a little more hyped up. I feel like I did Radio Guy there. You, know. <laughs> you did so I good. I did. I did Radio Guy. That's the nose. Follow him on Twitter at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. The Bombers in the back on the ones and twos. And I am Zach Krantz. Catch me tomorrow morning, the Joe Rose Show with Zach Krantz. We'll see you next week for another edition of the Tropical Chevrolet. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. Good luck this week. Score lots of points in fantasy football. Unless you're playing me. Love y'all. Speak to you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.